Mexico with the starting lineup. Leading off and playing shortstop will be Tony Kubek. Batting in the second position and playing left field, Bob Sir. Out in center field, hitting third is Mickey Mantle. Hitting in the cleanup spot and playing first base will be the Moose, Bill Scarron. Playing right field in place of the ailing Roger Maris and batting fifth will be Yogi Berra. Elston Howard doing the catching and hitting in the sixth position. Playing third base and batting seventh will be Cletus Boyer. Bobby Richardson hitting in the eighth spot and playing second base. And as we told you, doing the pitching and batting ninth, the right-hander Bill Stafford. For the Boston Red Sox, leading off playing second base, Pete Runnels. Willie Tasby will be the center fielder, batting second. Playing left field and hitting in the third position, Ted Williams. In the cleanup spot will be Vic Wirtz playing first base. Malzahn will be batting fifth and playing third base. Doing the catching, heading in the sixth position, Jim Tagliaroni. In right field, batting seventh will be Lou Clinton. Don Button is the shortstop, batting eighth, and doing the pitching and batting ninth will be Billy Muppet. They have broken up the huddle at home plate. And there go the Red Sox out on the field. goes out to the mound. The public address announcer getting ready to make the announcement. Uh, we'll now have our national anthem. the Atlantic Refining Company and your local Atlantic dealer will be sponsoring the exciting 1960 Summer Olympics. Now speaking about things that are very good and a fellow I enjoyed listening to even though I was lying in bed, the voice of the Yankees, Mel Allen. Hello there, everybody. Well, that's a good way. Except that I'm sorry you were ill, Phil. We certainly missed you. and delighted that you're back. Many people wrote and asked how you were. Many people asked... Certainly delighted that you're back in action, though not yet quite on the beam. <laughs> right. And by that I mean Phil could have taken another few days off, but he's anxious to get back in action. 
22 back leading off. Right-hander Billy Muffet with a record of 4-2. and two. Pitching some good ball. Delivers high, ball one. Beat the Tigers 8-4 and 1-0 in successive starts July 31st and August 7th. Anders' pitch is outside for a ball. Beat the Yankees 9-5 in relief July 10th in his only appearance against them. He came to the Red Sox after the season began. His first appearance for him was June 25th. The next delivery is outside, ball three. strike. Kubek batting 287 looks for the strike. A 3-1 count on Tony. The Red Sox right-hander delivers and it's outside for ball four and Kubek draws the walk open for New York. Now coming to bat is Bob Serb hitting 236. Caspian center, Luke Kinson, Luke Clinton in right, Frank Malzahn third, Don Button short, Pete Ronald second, Vic Ward first, Jim Paglieroni back of the plate, and Billy Muffet ready to work. Throw over to first, and Kubek is back. Muffet pitched for the Cards and Giants previously in the National League, was purchased from Minneapolis June 22nd. Here's the delivery, swung on foul back out of play up onto the roof. Strike one. coaching at third, and Ralph Houck at first. Outfield around to the left. There goes the pitch, and it's outside for a ball. Mickey Mantle on deck, and Bill Scourin to follow. to the stretch. Two back with the lead. Here's the delivery. Swung on line to the left field. Williams comes fast and one hands the glove and the throw to first is on a double two back. It hits him. It hits him and he gets back safely. Ted Williams raced in and made a one hand pickup. Grabbed the ball off the top of the grass. He did not grab it. He caught it. Fired on the first. Two back was running and was all the way down to second and was been have been an easy double play victim at first. But Ted's uh, throw, which was a true one, happened to have hit Kubek in the back and bounded away, and so he's able to return to first. Sort of like the play that Maris made uh, the other day from right field on Seavers in Chicago. Beautiful throw that had him beaten, but hit Seavers just as he was sliding. Ted Williams with a sparkling play. Here's Mickey Mantle. Swings and hits the bouncer to second. Runnels up, but it throws to second for one. Fourth out at second. Two away, and up comes Bill Scourin, hitting 316. Mantle is batting 273. The 
Veteran Ted Williams drawing the plaudits to the crowd with a sparkling running one-hand grab. A five-serve label base hit. And he almost turned it into a double play. Certainly, he changed the complexion of this inning. Two outs and one off. The pitch is a slow curve in there for a strike. Ronald's a shade well over towards second. Throw over to first, Mantle's on the bag. Muppet to the stretch. And the throw to first, Mantle dives back in. It almost looks as if he had an idea of going. Again the stretch. And the pitch. Another slow curve. It's outside for a ball. Reynolds, the reason I mentioned his position, doesn't have far to move to cover. Two long strides, and he's uh, in position to take a throw, which enables the catcher, of course, to get the ball off a little faster. Again, the stretch. The pitch is over the inside corner. Strike two. One and two. One ball, two strikes. Billy Muppet. They head up Scarron on the count. The stretch and the pitch. Swung on, the ground ball hit right to Ronalds. He's up with it. Flip to Button for the fourth out at second on Mantle, and the side is retired. And Ted Williams' defensive uh, play changed that inning around for sure. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on, and Ted gets the hands he comes in. The first inning for the Red Sox will be Pete Reynolds, Willie Tasby, and Ted Williams. Bill Stafford on the mound for New York. Just purchased from Richmond, a native of Athens, New York. 22 years old on August 13th, wearing uniform number 22, a 6'183 pounder, and an 11-7 record with Richmond. The right-hander's pitch. In there for a strike. Fastball. Ronald's hitting 308. Billy Herman coaching at third. Rudy York at first. Now the delivery. Swung on. A bouncer hits deep to first. Stafford gets over to cover. Scowron throws over in time and is one away. Ronald's out. Scowron to Stafford. Here's Willie Tasby, hitting 262, who had quite a day for himself the last time the Yankees were up here by the series. The Red Sox uh, made the trade uh, for him, giving Stevens to the Orioles. Right-handed hitter who can hit a long ball. He uppercuts the ball, and so with hit homers uh, frequently in this park. Bill Stafford's pitch, outside, ball one. Stafford made 22 appearances, all of them as a starter, or rather uh, this year. Here's the pitch, swung on, there's a slice pop down the right field line, foul, scouring after it, can't get it, out of play. 
wasn't quite high enough for Moose to get under and wait. He had to keep digging, and the ball was just beyond the reach of his outstretched glove. Chicago and Cleveland scoreless at the end of an inning. Shaw and Perry. Watching nothing. Baltimore batting in the first inning. Here's the delivery now to Tasby. And it's inside. Ball two, two and one. One strike. Now the pitch. Inside again. Ball three. Three and one. Trying to keep that ball in on him. Jasby now takes a look at Billy Herman coaching his third for his hitter-take sign. Three balls. One strike. Right-hander Stafford pitch. In there. Strike two. Full count. Throw him a fastball. The outfield tonight consists of Serb in left, Mantle in center, and Barra in right. Yogi shifts a couple of steps more to right center now. Full count on Tasby. And the payoff pitch. Swung on, ground ball hit back through the middle, and it's in there for a base hit. Kubek actually fielded the ball, has just got through, and here's Ted Williams coming up. With 21 homers and 48 runs batted in. Here's the pitch, and it's in there for a strike. 513 major league home runs. He ranks third among the all time home run hitters. delivery. Change up is high for a ball. One and one. Rudy York walks over to say something. It's past me. Vic Wirtz is on deck. One on, one out. Throw to first and Tasby's back. Mantle playing real deep, of course, in center. Here's the pitch, and it's in there for a strike, one and two. Fans always roar when the sluggers either take a strike or miss it, or strike out, or hit a home run, whatever they do, they get extra roars, and properly so. One ball, two strikes. Ted's looking over the pitching a little, first time you've seen Stafford. Right-hander ready, the delivery, and it's inside, ball two, two-two. Bill, that's what uh, DeMaz used to always say. So I always used to like to go up there and look over the pitching a little bit, meaning he'd look at a couple of pitches. You know, those good hitters could do that now. Yeah. <laughs> difference between looking it over and overlooking it. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. Tasby with the lead, and the pitch. Swung on, little tap to the mound. Stafford has it. Throws to second. They got one. Kubek back to first. It's safe. Fourth out at second. 
Shepard to Kubek with Williams feeding the relay on the first base. In a high chop to the mound. Now Bickworth steps up, hitting 293. You know, in all the... Uh, for glory and given to Ted Williams and his uh, great achievements, magnificent achievements at his uh, relatively advanced age as a player, they kind of overlooked what this man here has been doing. The pitch is outside for a ball. Vicks had 15 homers and 78 runs batted in. A man uh, whom many thought was through with baseball a few years ago with the Cleveland when he had a mild attack of polio, but he fought back. 35 years old. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a drive in the left. But right at Bob serve and the side retired. No runs. One hit. No errors. And one left on. And so it's the end of the first inning of play. New York nothing. And Boston nothing. One more game here tomorrow afternoon. Then the Yankees move on to Washington for the weekend. And, of course, we will resume uh, this for the benefit of people in the metropolitan area. Our telecasting on Friday night, Saturday afternoon and Sunday. And the Yankees return to the stadium on Tuesday night, the 23rd, with the Chicago White Sox, leading the Western Clubs into the stadium for the final time this year. Every game is crucial now. Not that they haven't always been, but you know, they, as you get close to the end, there's less margin for error. Tuesday night, the 23rd, Wednesday afternoon, the 24th, the Chicago White Sox. And then that uh, triple-packed weekend, a twi-night doubleheader with Cleveland on Friday night, the 26th, the Saturday afternoon doubleheader on the 27th. The twi-nighter starts at 6 o'clock, the afternoon doubleheader at 2 on Saturday, and the doubleheader with Detroit on Sunday at 2. Then Kansas City, Tuesday night the 30th, and Wednesday afternoon, another doubleheader, and that's with Kansas City on the 31st. Yogi Barrett bat in the second inning. Right-hander Billy Muffet's pitch is outside for a ball. Barrett batting 308. Howard and Boyer to follow. The pitch is inside for a ball, 2-0. Cleveland scoreless end of two. Washington Baltimore scoreless end of an inning and a half. They deliver the Yogi in there for a strike. And in a tremendous game, the Cubs beat the Dodgers one to nothing, getting one on the ninth inning this afternoon. Yogi swings the next pitch. There's a long drive to deep right. Going after it is the right fielder, Clinton. He makes the catch right at the barrier. One away. Yogi sent Clinton to the barrier in right center for his long drive. Philadelphia nothing, Pittsburgh batting in the first thing. The other two games later start. Elston Howard comes up, hitting 249. No score, first half the second inning. The pitch to Ellie is a curveball outside, ball one. Pitch swung on and fouled off. A 1 1 strike. The Red Sox have won 8 out of the last 13 games. 
Humphrey. And it uh, hits the bat. I know it hit Ellie or the bat. It was uh, a curveball. He, he wiggled up there at the plate, and I didn't know he wiggled into it or away from it, and it hit the bat. That's an aggravating thing to a batter. Be charged with a strike, and he wasn't even swinging. I mean by that, or even looking it over to swing. Here's a pitch swung on, hit the third on the hop. Malzone has it, throws to work, who tags Howard out coming by. The pick had to come off the bag, except toward home plate. Two down, and now Cleet Boyer, batting 263. Whatever the outcome of this season, Praise must be heaped on the shoulders of this young man. He's done a tremendous job, particularly in the field. Pitches outside for a ball. And uh, he has hit better, I think, than they expected him to. You, you just don't know how well a man may hit. Here's the delivery, and it's inside for a ball, particularly in his uh, first full season in a league. And you have to wait three, four, five years to find out uh, whether he's going to hit consistently. The delivery. And he held off. Pitch broke away. Three balls. Three balls, no strike. Three balls, no strike. And the pitch. Swung on. They gave him a green light here. Three and one. You have to consider the uh, reason I uh, stopped. Somebody was asking me a question about a block away. You turn the lights on. Do you want on or not? This is about pantomime. Here's the delivery. Then there, strike two. I was going to say, uh, Phil, uh, often uh, whether you give a man a hit or take sign uh, in a situation like that, or, or often what you do depends on what ballpark you play, right? Two pitch. Swung on, lined into right field for a base hit. Clinton up with the ball, crosses back in to Reynolds. Phil, you watched this boy develop. He was basically a pull hitter. Pulled everything. They got to where they play the left fielder on the left field line almost. Casey kept urging to learn to go to the opposite field because he said in the major leagues they're going to catch up to you. And he has uh, learned to do that. Yeah, he was well. smart enough to realize that if he wanted to stay up there, he had to play Casey's way. Bobby Richardson at bat. Takes the strike. Nothing in one. Well, it's not only Casey's way. I would say that that is the right way. Any manager's way. Right. No balls, one strike. Pitch to Bobby. Change up, blowing away for a ball. One in one. Yanks and Red Sox. You throw the standings out when these two teams get together. Billy Muffet delivers. Bobby swings. It's a foul. Back to first. It's out of play. Just forget all about the records. When they get together, it's uh, an honored traditional rivalry. Causes a lot of... Uh, Needed discussions here and there, but it's a wonderful thing. One ball, two strikes. Two 
one out in the second inning, no score. Muffet's pitch, swung on it, missed. He went for a low fastball. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left off. At the end of an inning and a half, New York nothing and Boston nothing. W-O-K-O, Albany. Batting 286. 11 homers, 65 runs batted in. Rookie Bill Stafford with the windup and the pitch. Low ball one. Bill's the newest member of the Yankee Stafford. Uh, now the pitch. Swung on, bounce short, short. Kubek takes it on two hops, throws on over to Scourin, and Malzone is retired. One away. You know, the last two days we've seen an awful lot of folks retired. Naturally, in a. The ultimate number is the same, you know, whether it's different zones, whether it's eight and a half or nine inning games. Jim Paglioni. We haven't seen before. Recent acquisition. Right-hand batter. Recalled from Spokane, July 26. The pitch is in there for a strike. He's from Michigan. Both here an organized ball. Pitch is lined over short into left field for a base hit. Fires the ball back into second. That ball just cleared the glove of Tony Kubek. He leaped. The ball kept rising. Cleared his glove. A line single to left for the second hit off Stafford. And up comes Lou Clinton. Batting 218. He was with the Red Sox earlier. Was returned to uh, optioned out again to Minneapolis and recalled. One on, one out. No score. Second inning. Check the runner, the pitch in there for a strike, curveball. John Button on deck. One on, one out. Bill Stafford tosses over to first base, the runner's back safely. Hand of the stretch and the pitch. It's low for a ball. This is Stafford's fifth season in organized ball with St. Petersburg in 1957, Binghamton in 58, with both Richmond and Binghamton in 59, and with Richmond at this season. Now the delivery. Swung on and foul back. Fourth season, excuse me. A one-two count. I counted 1959 twice. I wish I could. Yanks and Red Sox scoreless. That's the last of the second. The Orioles have moved out in front of Washington and won nothing in the two. Stafford's delivery. Swung on and missed. He got him on a sweeping curve, broke going away. Well, Phil, you've seen uh, Stafford now in only, uh, well, an inning and two-thirds. 
Have you been able to form much uh, of an opinion about it? I mean, I mean on his stuff, obviously. Well, it looks like uh, he can mix him up pretty well, and he threw Williams off stride when he was up there, so he must have a pretty tricky delivery out there. Don Button steps in. Right-hand hitter. The pitch swung on line foul down the left field line. He hit a bullet. Didn't have him off stride, but... Which brings up an interesting point. I, I, I suppose, well, as a matter of fact, Bill, uh, I've heard, uh, you know, this you and I heard the ball players talking about this. You, you watch what a pitcher is doing. A lot of times they keep getting that first one, getting that first uh-huh. guy's taken. All of a sudden, a man walks up and he says, I'm, at fastball, I'm going to cut. And that's probably what he did there, huh? Ragley-Roney leads away, and then there's a throw over from Stafford. again to the stretch. Here's the pitch to Button. He stepped up on the curveball, bounces it to Richardson, flips to Kubek for the fourth out at second. Button uh, ran up into the front of the batter's box to uh, try and hit the curve the other way. He guessed right twice in a row, didn't he? No runs, one hit, no errors, one uh, man left on. Then of two innings of play, no score. Yankees, no runs, one hit, no errors, two left on. Red Sox, no runs, two hits, no errors, two men left on. Remember, starting August 26th, the Atlantic Refining Company and your local Atlantic theater will be sponsoring the 1960 Summer Olympics. See your newspaper's TV program listing for time and channel. Baltimore leading Washington, one nothing end of two, Fisher and Lee. Chicago and Cleveland, scoreless end of three. Perry and Shaw, Kansas City and Detroit, later start. National League this afternoon. Chicago beat Los Angeles one to nothing. Hobby beat Drysdale, and it was Ernie Banks who hit his 34th homer in the last two nights to win. Pittsburgh beats the Phils. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh won. The Phils nothing. Down an inning and a half. Haddock against Buzzard. Milwaukee, Cincinnati, San Francisco, St. Louis. Tonight. Remember, the Yankees will be home next Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon with the Chicago White Sox. And now with. Uh, Deal of pleasure. We hail the return of the man who had uh, a free round bout and emerged triumphant. That virus can get you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. It's really good to be back. Here's the first pitch that Stafford. He swings and misses. And what a cut that youngster took is his first time at bat as a big leaguer. He was not cheated out of his swing that time. He went all the way around and missed a high fastball. Stafford's first pitch that he threw as a big leaguer was a strike, and the first pitch thrown to him was a strike. Buffett's pitch is swung at a missed strike, too, and again he took a good cut at a sidearm curveball. No score here in the top of the third. Billy Stafford, the youngster, who by now has the butterflies out of his system. There's always a lot of excitement, your first appearance in a big league game, especially to a pitcher. A two-strike pitch. Strike three swinging went after a bad curveball. Oh, Stafford had his three cuts up there anyway, and it's one away. That's the second strikeout for Muppet. Here's Tony Kubek, who opened the ball game getting a base on balls in the first inning. Kubek batting 287. Pitch to Scarron is on the inside corner strike one call. Johnny Stevens calling balls and strikes. Johnny 
Kubek is a batter. I was looking at Stallings' run scored. The pitch to Tony is a curve on the outside corner, strike two. Nothing in two on Kubek. Tony has scored 56 runs. And Scourin has scored just 46. But if you remember earlier in the year, Moose was doing all the hitting and nobody was driving him in. Pitch is swung and a miss right three. So on six pitches, Muppet strikes out Stafford and Kubek here in the top of the third inning. And that last pitch was an upper ball that Tony waved at. Here's Bob Serve, who lined out the left field. Ted Williams making a spectacular shoestring catch on the low line drive. Took the Yankees out of a big inning. Nothing, nothing in the top of the third. Muppet's pitch is a curve inside ball one. Muppet takes no wind-up at all, just holds the ball about belt high, and then just wheels around and pitches from that position. Foul, out of play, over the roof and back of first. One on. Up at a six, 193 pounds, and he's not a fastball pitcher, so on occasion he can sneak one by you. Likes to mix up his speed, change of paces and curveballs. Here's the pitch. Slow curve, hit on the ground. He shorts up to his left, gloves it one hand, throw to first. In time for the out, a beautiful play by Don Button as he took a base hit away from Bob Sturr. The Yankees get down one, two, three in the top of the third inning. Nothing across. The score at the end of two and a half innings. The Yankees nothing and the Red Sox nothing. Billy Muffet leads off. Billy hitting 238. Bill Stafford, rookie out on the mound for the Yankees. Here's the right hand at first pitch, and it's fouled off to the right of the plate, strike one. The Yankees, who just won two very important ball games from the Baltimore Orioles, trying to make it three in a row. A one-strike pitch, curve outside, ball one, one and one. Billy Herman coaching down at third, Rudy York at first for Boston. Bob Servin, left mantle in center, and Bear in right. Roger Maris watching the game from up here in the press box. Pitch is swung at a miss strike to a high fastball. He went all the way around. Maris and Yogi's oldest boy, Larry Bear, sitting together. He can score. is a curve pop down the right field line Yogi digging over to his left going hard and he can't get it and he picks it up barehanded it drops in for a base hit as Billy Muffet drops a Texas League in short right field just inside the foul line to open up the bottom of the third and that's hit number three of Bill Stafford it brings up Pete Reynolds who bounced out to first base in the first inning Cowan runs out to the mound and talk with Stafford it takes time to put his jacket on. It's kind of chilly up here in Dean Town. And I'm very happy that I brought an extra sweater and a top coat. Even in the middle of the summer, you can get chilly weather up here in Boston. All right, here's the stretch by Stafford. The pitch to Reynolds is inside, gets away from Howard, but not too far. Muffet holds it first, ball one. And the wind is blowing in from right field towards third base. 
So any balls hit deep to right will be held up by the wind. Muffet with a short lead at first. Stretch by Stafford. Pitch is hit down the left field line, curving foul, and back into the seats out of play. And the wind helps push that ball out of play. One one on Ronald. Came into the game batting 308. Left hand hitting second base. On deck is Willie Casby. Tap is set. Curve on the outside corner. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. Tap it goes to the rosin bag. Likes to rub up that ball. Check the sign from high. Here's a stretch. A pitch inside. Two and two. Side arm curveball. Mantle is shading Runnels over a little bit in left center field. Curve and short left. Field wall not very deep here at Fenway, just 315 feet down the line. Ready for the 2 2 delivery. Here it is, and it's hit on the ground right back to the pitcher. Wheels around, throws to Kubek for one, the throw to first, double play. That was a nice play by both Stafford and Kubek. Stafford had to wait, the ball was hit back so hard. He led Kubek to head second base and fired the first for the double play. Six to three. That's two outs. And here's Willie Tasby, who singled to short center field in the first inning. Two out, nobody on. No score. Bottom of the third. with a full wind-up now. The pitch is fouled back of the plate strike one. And as Mel told you earlier, last time the Yankees faced Tasby here, he had five for five, and he singled his first time up for that six consecutive base hits that Tasby has had off Yankee pitching here at Fenway Park. One strike pitch, low curve in the dirt, more than one alone. Deck is Ted Williams. Stafford suddenly calls time and wants a new baseball. He got the new one, rubs it up, and goes to the rising bag. One of one to count, two out, nobody on. Strike two, and he had ball way back at third base. this was definitely not expecting a bunt that time. Has to be a little over-anxious. Missed the ball completely. One ball, two strikes. Tap it into the windup. Curve just outside. Two and two. Nice side-on curve ball that just missed. 
Hudson Howard doing the catching tonight. Takes a sign with a glove on the left knee. Here's the windup. Curve inside. Ball three. Full count. That ball just missed. Three and two. No score here in the bottom of the third. Field grass and Ted hit it close to second base. 
An infield single for Williams. That's hit number four off Stafford. That puts runners at first and second with two outs. And here's Vic Woods who lined out to left field in the first inning. Woods who leads the Red Sox in RBIs with 78, batting 292. Has 15 homers and 17 doubles. Williams at first, Hasby at second. No score, bottom of the third. The stretch, the pitch is on the outside corner. Strike one call. Double play for the Yankees in this inning. And it have really been in a jam. Again, the stretch. Curve is lined to left field, and it's in there for base hit. Here comes Tasby. He'll score. Williams going to third. And Kubek's throw is not in time as Stafford was over there to cover. Vic Wirtz hit a single off the end of his bat. It bounced just over, rather landed over... Worth single. Williams is at third, Worth at first, and here's Frank Maldon who bounced to the shortstop in the second inning. Darren holding first against Worth. The stretch, the pitch is hit on the ground of the shortstop. Kubek coming in up with a slip to Richardson for the fourth on the big Worth. But the Red Sox break the ice here in the bottom of the third, scoring one run on three base hits. No Yankee errors. Two men left in the score at the end of three full innings. The Red Sox won, and the Yankees nothing. And right now, let's pause for station identification. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your dial in Albany, New York. One minute past nine o'clock. In the top of the fourth, Mickey Mantle, who bounced into a fourth play in the first inning, will lead off. Nothing. The Red Sox lead. Billy Muffet, the right-hander, ready. The pitch to Mantle is outside and low, ball one. Although the Red Sox did not hit a ball hard, or Billy Stafford that inning, they were able to score a run. There's a slow curve low, ball two, two and nothing. And if it weren't for the double play that Stafford started, the Red Sox would have really had an inning. No strikes on Mantle. The pitch is top foul and back out of play. Clear out of Fenway Park. Two and one on Mick. Mickey ducks as Muppet throws the ball in. Mickey was looking on the ground, but with that tremendous peripheral vision. Let's say that right, Pete. William and Mary shakes his head and Pappy Durkin applauds. That must have been right. There's a ground ball up the middle. Wooden and back a second up with a throws to first in time to get Mantle. One away. That'll bring up Bill Scarron, who bounced to second base in the first inning. One out, nobody on. with his no-wind-up delivery ready. The pitch to Scarron. Slow curve hit in the ground to third. Now zone backs up. Up with a nice play. Throw to first. Off the bag and Scarron safe. And let's see what they call that. Worth says that he touched him. It's an error charged to Malzone. 
And that's one of the few times that we've seen Malzahn let a ball play him. In other words, he backed up on the ball instead of charging it, and he made a difficult play out of it. He still had the ball in time, but his long throw pulled Wirtz off the bag. Wirtz claims that he still tagged Scarron as he went by, but first base umpire Bill McKinley thought otherwise. And Scarron safe on the error. Up Yogi Berra, who fly deep to right field in the second inning. And as we told you, the wind is blowing in from right, so you really got to hit a ball hard to hit a home run in right field or right center. All right, here's the stretch. Pitch to Yogi. A fly ball to right center field. The wind's going to hold that up. The center fielder, Willie Tazby, under it, makes the catch. Cowan hustles back to first base. Anything hit in the air out towards right field or right center will be held up by the wind. With two out, here's Elston Howard, who bounced to third in the second inning. The error by Malzone was the first by either team in the ballgame. Malzone usually leaves all third basemen in fielding. All right, here's a stretch by Muffet. to Howard, outside ball one. Join the Red Sox late this June. A stretch. The pitch is swung at a missed strike one, and Howard had a good ripple at that pitch. One on one. Muffet defeated the Yankees in a relief roll here at Boston back on July 10th. The stretch. The pitch is a curve inside. Ball two. Muffet shakes his head a little bit at that call out on the mound. against Scarlett. Two balls, one strike on Howard. Two out. Red Sox lead, one nothing. Top of the fourth. The pitch hit foul down the third baseline. Two and two. The Yankees, who in past years have enjoyed or more success on the road than at home this year. Have one Virus database has been updated. The stretch, the 2-2 pitch. Low inside, it brushes Howard back. Full count, three and two. So with three and two on Howard and two out, Scarron will be off with the pitch. Muffet goes to the rosin bag. but Moose was standing on the bag. He never left it. Howard steps out of the batter's box. Now he's back in, and time is in. Here's the stretch. The payoff pitch is hit high in the air to deep left field. Williams going back near the wall. He's under it, and he makes the catch, leaning against the scoreboard. Ted Williams, who plays left field here at Fenway like he owns it. He's played here long enough. Perfectly set his back against the scoreboard and reached up and made the catch. And again, the win was a factor for the Yankees in the top of the fourth. No runs, no hits, one Red Sox error, one man left. The score at the end of three and a half innings the Red Sox won and the Yankees nothing.
Summer is the season to get out, to go places and have fun. It's no time to have your car performing under par because of a dirty carburetor. Now that's one good reason to use Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive. You see, Atlantic Imperial loosens, dissolves, and gradually washes away those hard, crusty deposits that form inside the carburetor under the normal driving conditions. Now, these deposits can cause frequent stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste. What's more, Atlantic Imperial's protective action keeps those deposits from forming again. Today, more and more people are using Atlantic Imperial in their cars. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. fourth inning, Jim Pagliaroni, who singled to left field in the second inning, will be leading off. Somebody really shut the door that time. <laughs> Big right-hand hitting catcher, digging in against Bill Stafford, the rookie for the Yankees. First pitch is low outside, rolls away from Howard. Ellie chases it back to the screen, ball one. One nothing, the Red Sox lead. Hagley Rooney's a big boy, 6'3 and 190 pounds. Takes the pitch low, ball two, two and nothing. Born in Dearborn, Michigan, and that's right near uh, Bob Cazava's hometown. I'm only he did such great relief work for the Yankees. Bob lived in Wyandotte. The 2 nothing delivery. It's a swing and a ground ball to third. Boyer comes in, gets it on the big hop. It's throw to Scarin, backhanded, and it's one away. Well, out here's Lou Clinton struck out in the second inning. Clinton has taken over since the unfortunate illness by Gary Geiger, who is having a great year, batting 301. But fortunately, Gary looks like he's going to be all right and back in action again next year. The pitch to Clinton is fouled right over towards the Yankee dugout strike one. Clinton, a right-hand hitter, holds that bat way down on the end. Down button. One out, nobody on. High inside, ball one, one on one. The pitch curve almost hit. As he jumps back out of the way, ball two, two and one.
Two-one-first is swung at a missed strike two. Again, Stafford took something off his fastball. Youngster looks mighty cool out there on the mound for his first big league start. Just 22 years old. Two-and-two to count. Second time in a row that Clinton goes down swinging. That's the second strike off to Stafford, and here's Don Button, who bounced into a fourth play in the second inning. Right hand hitting shortstop with a close stand. is right down the middle, strike one call. He had a little extra on that fastball. Yogi with a big grin on his face. They almost collided. 
But Nicky yelled a little louder at the end. Full of Red Sox in the bottom of the fourth. No runs. One base hit. No Yankee errors and one man left. And the score at the end of four full innings. The Red Sox won and the Yankees nothing. Forget fans, tomorrow, Thursday, August the 18th, you can see the major leaguers of tomorrow play a thrilling game of baseball in the Hearst Sandlot Classic. And you also see Joe DiMaggio manage a softball team of former big league stars, including Jackie Robinson, Sid Gordon, Joe Collins, and many, many others. The baseball old-timers will play a team of boxing champs headed by Jack Dempsey, Jim Braddock, Jersey Joe Walcott, and other great ring champions. So don't miss this lively evening of sport and politics. Plan now to take the whole family. The general admission is only 95 cents. Reserve seats, $1.50 and box seats, only $2. You can get your tickets at the Yankee Stadium or Yankee Ticket Office at Grand Central or from the General American 220 South Street. And now, ready to go here in the top of the fifth and ready to go, Mel Allen. And I'd like to remind you that your host for the remainder of the game, the crisp refresher, Valentine Beer. The light beer with true lager flavor. That's what makes it the crisp refresher. One to nothing Red Sox, fifth inning. Big fire at bat. Muppet pitch is swung on, hit foul. Deep down the left field line and out of play. Strike one. It's the bottom third of the Yankee order. Richardson and Stafford to follow. who has appeared against the Yankees once this year in relief and has returned to victor. Delivers. Pitch has popped up in the air to the left of the plate. Foul. Taking center on it. And he drops it. Red Sox catcher. Uh, I mean, uh, Pagliaroni dropped it. He's charged with an error. Count on, please. Struck out in the second inning. Hitting 261. Right-hander Billy Muffet ready to work. Uh, check that. Here's the pitch that's outside. Uh, my eye wandered down to Richardson's uh, line in the order. Four years single to right in the second inning. Richardson struck out. One ball, two strikes. Sometimes have a wandering eye. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch is swung on and hit right to second baseman Pete Runnels, the fifth to first in time. He was playing uh, Boyer almost right back to second. That's perfect position on him. Up comes Bobby Richardson. Bobby struck out in the second inning. Nothing Red Sox, first to the fifth. Muppets deliberate, swung on, foul tip, strike one.
up. It delivers. Bobby swings as a change-up grounds it to third. Malzone up with it. Flips on to first to Wirtz, and they're two away. Two up and two down in the fifth inning. And Bill Stafford is coming up. He's had uh, only three base runners. Uh, check uh, hastily. Let's see. One, two, three. Two back walk. Moyer singles. Gone. Got a board on an error. The pitch is bunted, but right toward the mound. Muff it up with it. Throws on to work, and the sides retire. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. At the end of four and a half innings, let's give uh, Red Sox one error on the catcher dropping a foul ball. The Red Sox won, the Yankees nothing. Fastball, strike one. 
He's been pitching him tight. Maybe in my imagination, but it seems to me that Tasby is just is backed up just a, a little bit from the plate over what he has been the first couple times up. Change up is high for a ball, one and one. It always amazes me, and you can sit upstairs, and a hitter may adjust his stance slightly, that is, in proximity to the plate. Now, this time, Tasby, front foot has moved into the plate a little bit more. Here's the pitch. And it's low for a ball. I started to say, and and it's so imperceptible, but Phil, that time he could see him. He moved in, didn't he? He sure did. He's trying to figure out Fox to tap it out of the mound. That's why you notice the catcher often when he goes down and gives a sign, look at the feet of the batter to see how they're positioned. Two balls, one strike. Stafford's pitch inside. Ball three, three and one. Williams on deck and works to follow. Red Sox leading one to nothing. It's the fifth inning. Now the three-one pitch. In there, strike two, full count. delivers, and Tasby takes it outside for ball four, and again he walks in. Second time in a row, Tasby's walk ahead of Williams and Worth. Hit batting 313, hits to the box, and will force the play at second, and... to Scowlin, backhands it, throws down to Kubek for one, back to first, too late, they got Tasby, the throw from Scowlin pulled uh, Kubek, not off the back, but forced him to lean far toward the home plate side and reach for the ball, so that he was not in position for a stand-up throw to first, where he could get any steam behind it, and thus defeated the double play, it's the fourth out at second. To Kubek. Williams on first, and the batter is Pickworth, who flies to left and sliced the single to left to drive in the Red Sox run in the third inning. Bill Stafford pitch in there, strike one, fastball. Here's the pitch. And it's a curve going inside. One and one. Almost got away from Howard. Very frequently on uh, balls like that, Ellie will fake it or try to decoy a runner by faking a pass ball. One ball, one strike. Frank Malzone on deck.
Lewis gets his sign. Garn Station just stepped in behind Williams at first. The right-hander ready. Here's the pitch to work. It's outside for a ball. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Right-hander once more to the stretch. Here's the pitch, and Works fouls it back to the screen. The count is 2-2. An afternoon game here tomorrow. Our airtime is 1:25. On Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and on Sunday, we will televise the road games from Washington, as well as radio them. Out of the batter's box for a moment, steps back in hitting position. He's the leading Red Sox RBI man, the 78. At 79 now. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and the pitch. High outside, ball three. Full count. Just to remind Williams, it's a 3 2 count. Two away. To be off and running. Stafford into the stretch. There goes Williams. The pitch is swung on. A ground ball hit wide, of course. Scouring backhand. Just flips to Stafford, covering in time. And the side is retired. No runs. No hits. No errors. One left on. At the end of five innings of play, Boston, one run. Six one arrow, six left on. The Yankees, no runs, one hit. Let me check that again. Uh, who are they introducing? Oh, the Dallas Texans football team. Uh, checking the totals again. The Red Sox, one run, six hits, two arrows, three left on. The Yankees. No runs, one hit. And no errors, and six left on. Tony Kubek. Batting in the sixth inning. Fouls the first pitch off for a strike. Kubek walked and struck out. And the delivery way outside for a ball, one and one. Now the pitch, it's outside. short. 
Hawk is pitching for the Red Sox. And the delivery. Inside ball. Oh, and nicked him. It just nicked him. Just nicked the front of his shirt, and he's aboard. Right and fly to center. 
Terrific crossing with a fastball on the outside corner. Catcher Jim Baglaroni goes out to talk to Muppet. Moose Figurety, I guess, uh, sitting up here, Phil, uh, speculating uh, what you know to do. Moose probably figures he's going to waste one on him and try to get him to go fishing. He sure did, and he came in with it. He really came in with it. A real hard fastball. So here's Yogi up now with two down. Red Sox leading one nothing. Billy Muppet pitch. Up high, ball one. Serve on third, Mantle on first. Two outs. The first mantle's back. Right-hander set. And the pitch. Swung on a ground ball. Hits the second. Up with it is Reynolds. Throws to first. And the sides retire. No run. One hit. No errors. And two men left on. And the five and a half innings remains Boston one, New York nothing. This is WOKO Albany. Strike. 
to the Washington series. We have a game, by the way, here tomorrow afternoon. Our time, 125. We will broadcast and telecast from Washington Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. The Yankees return to the stadium for the final homestand against Western Club, where the White Sox end Tuesday night the 23rd, Wednesday afternoon the 24th. And then a weekend of three straight doubleheaders. Once again, the two-strike pitch. Malzone takes it low. A regularly scheduled night game with Cleveland on Friday night the 26th has been made into a twi-night doubleheader because of repeated washouts. First game, 6 o'clock. An afternoon doubleheader with Cleveland on Saturday, which will start at 2 o'clock. And a regularly scheduled Sunday doubleheader with Detroit on the 28th. Now the pitch. Swung on, grounded to short. Two backs up with it. He fires away, and Malzone is retired. Now Jim Paglioni. Swing to the left and grounded to third. Boston, sixth inning. One out. Stafford's pitch swung on. Foul back out of play. Strike one. Stafford taking a little time right now. Up on the rubber, looks in, checks with his catcher, Elston Howard. Swings to the windup, here's the pitch. Low curveball in there, strike two. He has worked his change up in there nicely tonight. Nothing in two. And the delivery. That's low and inside, one and two. The last pitch was a sinker. Right-hander ready to work. Here's the pitch, and it is swung on, grounded sharply. It's almost grabbed by Boyer, backed him up a step, but he throws on the first to get his man. Boy, that was a wicked shot. It's just a couple of feet out in front of him. He got it back a step, then moved on to meet the charge. Here's Lou Clinton. Price is struck out. The Red Sox won the Yankees nothing. It's the sixth inning. Stafford pitches over the inside corner for a strike. motion of that change-up, Phil. It does, and I suppose it's not too often, and that's what makes him so effective. The 1-1 one, one 
pitch to New Clinton. Swung on line to left. Bob Serb waits and takes it. And the side is retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. And at the end of six innings, the score remains the Red Sox won and the Yankees nothing. The Red Sox one run, six hits, two errors, and six left on. The Yankees no runs, two hits, no errors, and five left on. The Red Sox run occurred in the third inning with two outs. Tasby walked, Williams and Worth singles. for station identification. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your dial in Albany, New York. 15 minutes before 10 o'clock. Baltimore's leading Washington, 3-1, end of 6. Chicago, 2, Cleveland, nothing, end of 6. Detroit, 2, A's, nothing, end of an inning and a half. National League, Cubs beat the Dodgers this afternoon, 1-0. Tonight, Pittsburgh, 4, Phils, 1, end of 5. Braves, 5, Reds, 1, end of 1. Giants, start scoreless at the end of an inning and a half. Now to the seventh inning. Red Sox, 1, Yankees, nothing. Here's Phil. Okay, Mel, the first pitch to Elston Howard is a slow curve that's a little low, ball 1. Howard bounced to third and slide out deep to left, sending Ted Williams against the left field fence for his long fly. The next pitch is on the outside corner for a call strike, 1-1. One one. One nothing. the Red Sox lead. They scored in the third inning. And it's held up so far. The pitch is hit deep to left center field, high and deep. Hasby back in front of the wall. And he leaps and can't get it. It's off the wall. Williams plays it. Howard's in with a double. A high double that Hasby went against the wall, leaped for, couldn't get it, kicked off the wall. Williams backing up nicely. Was there, the right man at the right spot, and held Howard to a double. Kelly rounded second. Started for third and then held up as he saw Williams come up with the ball. That's only the third hit off Muppet. And that's the first extra base into the ball game. A double by Howard leading off the top of the seventh. The Yankees trailing one nothing. Here's Cletus Boyer. Single to right and bounced to second base. Boyer looking down at Frank Crescetti. Let's see how Casey Sandal plays this one. Jones is in at third, and Wirtz is in at first. Here's the stretch. The pitch is swung at, missed strike one. And we're going to have a little action in the Yankee bullpen, as Bill Stafford will be the third hitter after Boyer. The stretch, Howard leads off second. The pitch is lined. Gordon Gubbard, they got Howard in a run down between third and second, and now Baseman who made a put out, and then a throw to the third baseman who made the put out. Mal 
zone with heads-up defensive play. A hard hit ball takes the Yankees out of an inning. It's two out. And here's Bobby Richardson, struck out, bounce the third. Two out. The pitch is lined right at big boy to make the leaping one-hand catch for the out. And so the Red Sox with fine defensive play backing up the stout pitching by Billy Muffet. The Yankees had their best scoring opportunity. No, I wouldn't say the best. They had runners at first and third earlier and couldn't score. And so for the Yankees in the top of the seventh, no runs on one hit. No Red Sox errors and nobody left to score at the end of six and a half innings. The Red Sox won and the Yankees nothing. Pitching and defense. Louis Arroyo is loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. But Bill Stafford, who did not come up in that inning, is still out on the mound pitching for the Yankees and doing a tremendous job. Burrow, who made the trip with his dad, enjoying the game. He's as excited as the Yankee ball players, sitting up here in the radio booth with us. All right, Don Borden, the shortstop, leading off. Bunch the first pitch foul, strike one. Borden made a fine play on the hard-hit ball by Boyer, by the way. It was a short hopper. And he could very easily have booted that ball or could have skidded off his glove, but he came up with it cleanly. One strike on button. One nothing the Red Sox lead. Bill Stafford taking the sign from Howard. Here's the windup. Pitch is over. Strike two call. Nothing in two. Here's a two-strike pitch. Low inside, ball one. So Stafford will be the leadoff hitter. Due to come up in the top of the eighth, but with Arroyo warming up, Casey will probably go to his bench, which will be a tough break for the youngster who is doing quite a job in his first big league appearance. The pitch to Button is a curve hit foul down the third baseline. One ball, two strikes. by Billy Herman, the third base coach. Herman, who is one of the finest second basemen the National League ever produced. One of the best hitting second basemen, too. He could really hit and run. Slap that ball to right there. Rudy York, one of the power hitters, is coaching at first base for the Red Sox. One ball, two strike pitch is hit slowly down the third. Boy is going to have to hurry. He can't make the play. It goes as a base hit. Another infield single for the Red Sox. And off the seven base hit that the Red Sox have off young Bill Stafford. Six of them have been of the infield variety. Only one. Well, no, take that back. There were two. 
single by Pagliaroni in the second and a single by Muffet in the third. It brings up Billy Muffet, who's single and fly to center field. Nobody out, so the Yankee infield will be looking for the possible sacrifice. Garin is holding the bag at first base. Button has two infield singles, both to third base. Here's the stretch. Boy is coming in at third. Stafford steps off the rubber. Goes to the rosin bag. is bunted back to the box. Staff it up with it. Throws the second. Not in time. Everybody's safe. All hands are safe. And that'll go as a sacrifice and a fearless choice. As Staff had wheeled around and threw late to Kubek, who was covering. It was a good throw, but a little bit too late. Pete Runnels. And little Larry Burr is yelling now for the triple play. You can tell he's a Yankee fan. Pete Runnels bounced to first, hit into a double play, and lined to center field. Once again, the Yankees will have to be on alert for a possible sacrifice attempt. With Billy Muffet, who's putting up his warm-up jacket at first base, and Don Button, who beat that throw to second base. in a third. Here's the stretch. Garin comes charging in. The ball is high outside. Throw to second base is low. Nice play by Kubek. As Howard's throw is in the dirt and Kubek blocked it with his body and scooped it up. That could easily have gone out to center field. Ball one on Pete Reynolds. The Yankee outfield not playing deep on Reynolds. Left hand hitting second baseman. Garin in at first. Boyer in at third. Here's the stretch. The pitch is bunted down third, and it's a good punt. Stafford makes the play to third, all hands are safe. And he would not have gotten Runnels at first base. And that's a base hit for Pete Runnels on a perfect punt down to third base, and Stafford made a fine attempt. His only chance was to get Button going in the third. He wheeled him through as he fell to the ground, but the throw was a little late. And all hands are safe. A bunt single for Pete Runnels. The bases are loaded with nobody out, and the batter is Willie Tasby. Tasby has singled and walked twice. He has scored the only run of the ball game. Tasby now walking down to third base, wants to talk with Billy Herman, the third base coach. On deck is Ted Williams. Bill Stafford in a jam to throw a pitch or two to Howard. But now, and he does get one pitch in anyway as Tasby comes back to the batter's box after talking with Billy Herman. The infield is in for a possible play at the plate. Bases are loaded with nobody out and the Red Sox leading 1-0 here in the bottom of the seventh. Here's the windup by Stafford. The pitch is fouled back on the screen, strike one.
on Willie Tasby. Outfield playing him straight away. The pitch is a ground ball. Kubek up and it comes to the plate. In time to get the runner at the plate. No chance for the double play as Howard Crow was laid back to first. A nice play by Kubek who went near second base to come up with that ground ball and fired to Howard. In time to Nick Button. The bases remain loaded and here comes Ted Williams. They got him to hit into a fourth play, but he reached first safely. So that's nine times in a row that Casby has reached first safely against the Yankees up here at Fenway Park. Williams bounced into a fourth play, beat out an infield single, and bounced to first. And here comes Casey Single. been hit hard at all. Very few balls have been hit hard off the youngster tonight. But let's see how Casey figures this with two left-hand hitters coming up in a row. He has two left-handers warming out in the bullpen. Casey is looking around the outfield. Has not made a decision as yet. Stafford has pitched very well to Williams, even though Ted has an infield single. He is pointing to the bullpen. He wants a relief pitcher. So Bill Stafford, who did quite a job in his first outing as a major leaguer, pitches a total of six and a third innings. He allowed eight base hits. Actually, only one of the base hits was hit on a line. That's by Pagliaroni in the second. And they're bringing in a relief pitcher in one of those caddy carts. Now, this is the first time that we've seen a Yankee pitcher except to ride. And Louis Arroyo, of course, who has not been with the Yankees very long, accepts the ride. Louis, of course, being from that hot southern climate down in Puerto Rico, will take a ride anytime he can get it. And Bill Stafford leaves the mound. What a job he did. And he'll get a tremendous ovation as he leaves. Stafford in six in the third innings gave up eight hits. He walked two, struck out two, and so far has allowed just one run. The three men on base are Stafford's responsibility should any of them score. Ted Williams is the batter, and Louis Arroyo is coming on to pitch. As we told you, only one solid base hit has been gotten off Stafford. The rest have been infield variety and one Texas League single by Billy Muffet in short right field. Vic Wirtz dropped a little single over the third base instead, but it never did reach the outfield. Of course, they all count in the ball game, but it shows that Stafford's stuff was baffling the Red Sox hitters. warming up. This is a good time to pause for station identification. Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your dial in Albany, New York. WOKO time is 10 o'clock. Louis Royal just completing his warm-up tosses. He'll be facing Ted Williams. 
back of in. Vic Worth with one out and the base is loaded. The Red Sox leading one nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Muffet is at third. Ronald's at second and Tassie at first. Now has moved up on the plate. He knows Arroyo throws that sinker ball inside on curve. Head one for three on the night. Infield back and double play depth. Here's the windup. Pitch to Williams is low inside ball one. Runners leading away. Ryan Duran now is up in the Yankee bullpen. The pitcher is due to lead off for the Yankees in the top of the eighth. Pitch is over. Strike one. One and one. Williams started a swing and checked it. Took a pitch a little above the knees. Royal calmly goes to the rosin bag. Shakes off one sign from Howard. ready. Here's the wind-up by the little left-hander. Pitch is just outside. Ball two. Two and one. Williams with that great batting eye of his. Takes those pitches just inches inside and outside. Here's the two-one delivery. And it's outside. Ball three. Royal Royal is just missing with that pitch. He have other hitters swinging at that one. Three balls, one strike, one out, and the base is loaded. Wind up by Lloyd. The 3-1 pitch is low ball four. He walked in a run. draws a base on balls. Billy Muffet comes on to score the second run of the ball game. That run charged to uh, Bill Stafford and the Red Sox lead 2-0. The bases remain loaded and here's Vic Wirtz. Wirtz lined to left. Singled to drive in a run and bounce to first base. For Williams, his 49th run batted in. Williams at first, Pazby at second, Runnels at third. One away. Pitch to Wirtz is swung at a missed strike one. On deck, Frank Malzone. Royals wind up. Curve outside, one on one. Trying to be extra careful with Williams and lost them. One and one on work. The one one pitch is fouled back on the screen. One ball, two strikes.
Now he's ready to wind up. Strike three. Went after a bad outside curveball. Didn't get it. Arroyo gets a big strikeout. Striking out worse with the bases loaded. That's two away. Here's Frank Malzahn. Been up three times and bounced to the shortstop each time. 0 for 3. 2-0. The Red Sox lead here in the bottom of the seventh. pitch to Malzone. Swings and fouls it. Actually try to check his swing and foul the ball off back into the box seat. One and one. And a fan who caught that ball threw it back on the field and he gets booed leftly by the crowd. Washington came up with six runs in the top of the seventh leading Baltimore seven to three and Cleveland came up with two to tie the White Sox two two at the end of seven. Is hit on the ground to third. Boyer up with it. Steps on the bag for the unassisted fourth play. So the Yankees got out of that in pretty good shape. As the Red Sox come up with just one run on two base hits. No Yankee errors. And three men left on base on the score at the end of seven full innings. The Red Sox two and the Yankees nothing. Now most of us are thinking about the pennant race in the World Series, and it is a close race. But it won't be long before the New York football giants move in on Yankee Stadium. Yes, sir, their opening game will take place on Saturday, October 16th against the Washington Redskins. And once again, for the sixth straight year, Ballantyne Beer, the crisp refresher, will be bringing the football giants to you on radio and TV. And here's more good news. On Monday night, August 22nd, the football giants will meet the Green Bay Packers in a preseason game at Roosevelt Stadium in Jersey City. And this is only part of Jersey City's tercentenary celebration. So head out Phil. to... Uh, wait a minute. Phil. I should have read that one over. Hey, Phil, what was that? <laughs> uh, who? <laughs> tercentenary. Is that right? You know, Don't ask of, me. I wasn't there. It's the first time I ever used that word. So head out to Roosevelt Stadium on August 22nd and, and see the what it is. In action. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Val, when I say that, I'm ready to turn it over to you. I'm one like that. <laughs> Let me see that thing a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see if they dotted the eye. <laughs> Centenary. That's three hundred. Yes, century is a hundred. So tercentenary by <laughs> has to be three hundred. There's a centennial. There's a sesquicentennial. Centennial. Let's get back to this ball game. Two to nothing, first to the eighth. 
Brantley is batting for Louis Arroyo. Takes the pitch for a ball. Two to nothing Red Sox in the eighth. Next pitch is inside. Ball two. I've forgotten who it was who once said it's always easier to say 300th year or whatever the simplest form is. Right. Unless you're writing a learned treatise. Next delivery is in there for a strike. Two and one. So easy to say Valentine. <laughs> Two balls, one strike. Kent Hadley takes high. Ball three. Hadley hitting for Arroyo. Out in front by a score of two to nothing. First half of the eighth inning. Right-hander Billy Muffet delivers, and it's outside for ball four. Hadley draws a pass. Cornelius and Wills are warming up for the Red Sox. Duke Moss for New York. Ryan Duren alongside. Tony Kubek drew a walk. Struck out, flying to center. Bob Serb on deck. Now the pitch. Swung on. There's a bouncer that is through into right field. Hadley turns second. Hits for third. The throw from Clinton into short. And their runners on first and third with nobody out in the eighth inning. coming up. Yankees forfeit. Pitching uh, Coach Sal Magley, the Red Sox. Signals the bullpen for stepped-up activity. Vic Wirtz moves over from first base to talk to Billy Muffet. And catcher Jim Taglieroni goes out to the mound. Manager Mike Higgins in the dugout, hands in his hip pocket.
Thank you. Achieved, uh, managed to achieve only eight base runners against uh, Billy Muppet. And Muppet will get a hand now. Mike Cornelius to the windup, the pitch to the moose, and 
and it's outside. Ball one, one and one. One pitch to Scarron. He swung at a ball. It hit the plate. One ball, two strikes. Trying to hold back, but couldn't. One ball, two strikes, two outs, two in, two to two in the eighth inning. Cornelius flips and Scarron swings and misses. Strike three. And the side is retired. Two runs for New York. Two hits. No Red Sox errors and no one left on for the Yankees. The runs are charged to Muppets. At the end of seven and a half innings, the Yankees two, the Red Sox two. The Red Sox will come to bat in the last half of the eighth inning with Jim Paglioni, Luke Clinton, and Don Budden, the schedule batters. And Ryan Duran is walking in from the bullpen. And why don't you walk on into the kitchen and get some of that crisp refresher, Valentine beer. You know, to really refresh, a beer must deliver two things, lightness and flavor. And that's where the crisp refresher comes in. Because Valentine beer is the light beer with true lager flavor. Valentine proves the beer can be truly light and still give you the honest-to-goodness lager beer flavor you want. Now that's crisp refreshment the kind you get only with Valentine beer. So friends, pour yourself a tall, foaming glass of smooth, delicious Valentine beer, the crisp refresher. You'll enjoy Valentine. Almost any time. And right now is a good time. Louis Arroyo, who relieved uh, Stafford, worked two-thirds of an inning. Didn't allow any hits, walked one. Out one. Did not, uh, was not charged any runs. Stafford was charged with a two. Ryan Duran coming in. And Ryan throwing a few pitches, bounces one uh, by the plate to the screen, which brings the roars to the crowd. Just want to remind you about the Yankees uh, being here tomorrow. We'll be on radio at 125. Then over the weekend, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday from Washington, both radio and television. The Yankees will be home next Tuesday night with the Chicago White Sox and Wednesday afternoon, the 23rd and 24th. Final appearance of the Western teams at the stadium this year. Then on Friday night, the 26th, a scheduled night game has been rescheduled as a twilight doubleheader starting at 6 o'clock to make up for a washed-out game. And on Saturday afternoon... The single game has been rescheduled as a doubleheader starting at uh, 2 o'clock because of previously a washed out game. And the regularly scheduled uh, doubleheader on Sunday the 28th. 26th and 27th are uh, doubleheaders with Cleveland and Sunday uh, the 28th with Detroit. Then the Kansas City A's are in on August 30th, Tuesday night, and uh, a doubleheader on Wednesday afternoon the 31st. There'll be plenty of baseball. I hope you'll be able to be there. Ryan Duran continuing to loosen up. Jim Paglioni standing alongside, looking the pitches over. Bobby Shant starts to loosen up in the Yankee bullpen. 
Jim Paglioni. Single to left, grounded to the third twice. It's the last half of the eighth inning of a 2-2 ball game. Wills and Sullivan continue to loosen up for the Red Sox. Man, we've had these uh, fingernail biters every day lately, haven't we? Phil said he'd have recovered four days earlier if it hadn't been for that. Jim Paglioni, right-hand batter. Ryan Duran to the windup, and his pitch swung on and missed strike one.
Red Sox two last of the eight. Duran delivers. The pitch is swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate. Out of play. At the end of seven innings, it's Washington seven, Baltimore four. At Fenway Park, Yankees two, Red Sox two. It's the last half of the eighth inning. One out, nobody on. The batter, Luke Clinton. Ryan Duran in relief. Arroyo had relieved rookie Bill Stafford, who made the most impressive debut. Giving up only two runs and eight hits in six and the third innings. Duran to the windup. Here's the pitch to Clinton. Swung on and missed. Strike three. And there are two away. Don Button grounded the second, beat out a roll of the third, and single the center. Duran checking with Howard. Up. Here's the pitch to Button, and it's low, ball one. New York 2, Boston 2, eighth inning. Sullivan Wills loosening up for the Red Sox, chance for New York. This is a swing inning. The home team is bat, tie ball game. Duran's pitch to Button, swung on and missed, strike one, one and one. This has been most of the games we've been looking at lately. One ball, one strike. Duran leaning forward. Button digging in. The windup, here's the pitch. Swung on line to Bobby Richardson for the out. And the side's retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on at the end of eight innings. New York. Two runs. No errors. Five left on. The Red Sox, two runs. Eight hits. Two errors. Nine men left on. Scanning the scoreboard in the American League at the end of seven innings. Washington, seven. Baltimore, four. Lee for Washington. Sobs and Moore in the seventh. Fisher for Baltimore. Jones in the seventh. Walker in the eighth. Green, Homer for Washington, and for Baltimore, Hanson, uh, Brant, and Polarsic in the sixth, Hanson in the seventh. The Cleveland Indians, trailing two to nothing, scored two in the seventh and one in the eighth to beat the White Sox three to two with Johnny Kupstein in relief of Jim Perry in the eighth, the winner. Shaw started for the White Sox, Daly in the seventh was charged with a loss. Kansas City, Detroit, two two, then a four and a half innings, Herbert and Larry. Cash, Homer's one on the first for the Tigers. National League today, Chicago shut out Los Angeles one to nothing. Hobby beat Drysdale. Banks hitting his 34th homer in the last of the ninth to win it for the Cubs. Tonight, Pittsburgh four, Philadelphia three at the end of seven innings. Levine relieved Haddix in the sixth for the Pirates. Levine was picked up by the Pirates after the Tigers let him go. 
Uh, Chris Short relieved Johnny Buzzhart in the sixth of Philadelphia. Brave five, Reds four in the three and a half. Jay relieved Buell in the fourth for Milwaukee. Nuxall relieved O'Toole in the first for the Reds, and the Braves got five. Robinson hit a three-run homer in the third for Cincinnati. Giants four, cards one, end of three innings. Sanford and Sadecki, the pitchers. Alou homered in the third, two on, Morin in the second. Fans are buzzing a little bit. They just put that Washington Baltimore score up there. Right now, Yogi Berra in the ninth inning. The pitch is in there for a strike. A 2-2 ball game. And you can hear, uh, as you will always hear at this time of the year, with uh, just weeks away to the end of the season, little buzzes about the scores on the board. The pitch to Yogi. Swung on. It's a fly ball into right. Clinton moving under it and makes the catch. Here's Elston Howard. Grounded to third. Slide to left and doubled to center. Cornelius in relief of Billy Muffet. Retires Yogi Berra leading off in the ninth. The right-hander pitches to Howard. Strike one call. Yankees two, Red Sox two. Ninth inning. Cornelius next pitch. It's outside for a ball, and Howard is following that one. That is to say, the ball was a breaking pitch away from him. He was leaning. Sometimes they make you lean and then straighten you up with one end tight. The 1-1 pitch. Swung on it, foul back. A 1-2 count. Fleet Boyer on deck. Two strikes. Here's the pitch, and Howard swings and bounces at the third on one big hop. Malzone flips on the works in time. Two down in the ninth. And the batter now is Cleet Boyer, who singled to right, grounded to second, and grounded to short into an odd double play. They trapped Howard between second and third, and he wound up being doubled, trying to get to second while they were retiring Howard. A 2-2 ball game, two outs, ninth inning. The pitch swung on, grounded foul down the third baseline. Strike one. No balls, one strike. In comes the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two, nothing in two. Mike Cornelis goes to the rosin bag. Now he comes back up on the rubber. Gets the sign. Ahead of the hitter, no balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch, and Boyer swings and fouls it to the left of the plate. Count remains, nothing in two. No balls, two strikes. Now the delivery, and Boyer takes it outside, breaking pitch. One ball, two strikes. Tomorrow afternoon will be Gerbaugh and Brewer. 
Davis delivers, and Boyer swings and misses. Got him on a sinker. Strike three, and the side's retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. And Mike Fornell has made short work of the Yankees in the first of the ninth. He's faced six men, gave up one hit. That one hit. Tomorrow afternoon will be Gerbaugh and Brewer. Davis delivers, and Boyer swings and misses. Got him on a sinker. Strike three, and the side's retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. And Mike Fornell has made short work of the Yankees in the first of the ninth. He's faced six men, gave up one hit. That one hit drove in the tying run. At the end of eight and a half innings, New York two and the Red Sox two. This is Quality Modern, W-O-K-O. 1460 on your radio dial in Albany, New York. 26 minutes before 11 o'clock. Chris, for pressure. And listen to something of baseball's lighter side. A famous manager had a rookie pitcher who had, uh, well, he had no control at all. He went out to the mound one day and said, you got, ain't you got any more control than that? And the rookie said, well, I usually do, Skipper, but I'm kind of nervous today. Can't keep my hands dry. So the manager hauled out a rosin bag and said, well, use this. Maybe it'll dry your hands. And after a few throws, the rookie was wilder than ever. The manager came out and said, well, didn't that rosin bag help? And the rookie said, I don't know. I couldn't get it open. See, that's an inside joke. Uh, uh, anyway, tell you, I, I bet if it was a bottle of Ballantyne, he'd have gotten it open. All right. You see, Ballantyne proves a beer can be truly light and still give you all the downright delicious lager beer flavor you want. You'll enjoy the crisp refresher, the light beer with true lager flavor. And then there was the time the fellow looked for the key to the pitcher's box, you know. Mike Cornelius will be first up in the last of the ninth. With Runnels and Tasby to follow as we move into the sudden death situation. New York 2, Boston 2. Cornelius is not a bad hitting pitcher. He's at 4 for 10. in the eighth inning. Ready to work. Into the windup and the pitch to Pornelis. Swung on it, missed strike one. Boy, did he take a cut. I'll tell you one thing, if he'd have connected, we'd have been saying goodnight right now. He had the fans buzzing. He wound up on that no balls, one strike. As we said a moment ago, he's a good hitting pitcher, four for ten. And the delivery. It's in there, strike two, nothing in two. Yanks two, Red Sox two, last of the ninth. into the windup. Here's the pitch to Pornelis. Swings and misses. Strike three. And there's one away. 
Three strikeouts for Duran, the four-man he's faced. Here's Pete Runnels. Willie Tasby on deck. Runnels grounded to first, hits to the box into a double play line to center, and beat out a punt to third. Hitting 307. Outfield lose to the left for Runnels. Occasionally he'll pull a ball, but he hits a lot to the left, left center. Duran into the windup, the pitch to Runnels. It's in there for a strike. Nothing in one. No balls, one strike. One out, nobody on. Yankees two, Red Sox two. It's the last half of the ninth. Duran swings to the windup. In comes the pitch, and Runnels takes it. That ball gets in between Howard and Runnels all the way to the screen. A 1-1 count. One ball, one strike. Duran looks in to get his sign. Swings to the windup. Around comes the right arm, and the pitch swung on foul back to the left of the plate, out of play into the lower stand. A one-two count on Pete Runnels. Hitting 307. Duran again with the windup. Now the pitch, and Runnels takes it low for a ball. 2-2. Runnels asks the plate umpire to look the ball over. Stevens does. It's all right. Jim Gentile just hit a home run for Baltimore in the eighth inning. Nobody on. They've had four homers. Brant and Kalarsic in the sixth. Hanson in the seventh. Gentile in the eighth. So it's at least seven to five right now. Orioles still batting in the eighth. Seven to five for Washington leading. Two balls, two strikes on Ronald's last of the ninth. One out, nobody on. Score tied 2-2. Duran's delivery. Swung on, hit foul. Out of play down the left field line. came on in the eighth inning. Getting the sign from Elston Howard. Again to the windup. Here's the pitch, and Runnels swings and fouls it off again out of play to the left of the plate. Just trying to meet the ball, shortening his swing. The ball coming in with that velocity, you don't have to hit quite that hard, uh, extra hard to get it to go at uh, the left field, the necessary distance. Guarding that plate. Now Howard's out there talking to Duran for a moment. Gus Triandos just did a home run for the Orioles in the eighth inning. That's at least seven to six. Five home runs. 
balls, two strikes. Lady Reynolds at bat last of the ninth of a 2-2 ball game. Here's Duran's delivery. High ball three, three and two. Hit five home runs in three innings. Full count on Reynolds. Duran getting his sign. Swings to the windup and the pitch. Swung on, hit back through the middle for a base hit. Center. Right back through the box. Duran went down, but couldn't come up to the ball. It went right on through. So the Red Sox get a runner aboard with one out. Here's Willie Tasby with Williams on deck. Tasby single to center, walked twice, and grounded to short. Last of the ninth. A 2-2 ball game. Now Shantz is up to throw again. Here into the stretch. And the pitch. It's bunted out in front of the plate. Duran up with it. Throws to first base. On the second goes Ronald. Tasby sacrifices a potential winning run in the scoring position. Ted Williams is coming up. And works to follow. The manager got some choice, but uh, I'll say this. It uh, goes without saying that uh, in, in his history, Ted Williams has been one of the all-time greatest hitters, but Vic Wirtz has uh, been quite a great clutch hitter. Got first base open, Williams up, Ronald's on second, two outs, and works to follow. Casey may remember last year when Wirtz hit uh, during the winter game, so let's see if he pitches to Ted. Apparently he is. Here's the delivery. It's outside for a ball. One ball, no strike. Williams hits to the box. Single, ground is short and walk. Now Howard goes out to the mound to talk to Duran. Higgins has got the man he wants to have up. Now Casey goes out. Casey walking out now to talk to Duran with Howard. Case is 
sad to say he has just about said it and is leaving. Tied 2-2, it's the last of the night. 
Quarts quarts up. Two away. Stretch by chance. Here's the pitch. It swung on and fouled off the left of the plate. Strike one. second base. Williams is on first, but Ronalds is the man that counts and works two and chance. 2-2, two, two, last of the ninth, two outs. Two strikes, the stretch by Bobby. Here's the pitch and works, takes a curve low and away, ball one, one and two. One ball, two strikes. just a little bit. Guarding that plate. Just trying to meet the ball. Bobby into the stretch. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's the ground ball. And Richards is up with it. Throws to Scarron in time on a great play. A game-saving play. He went out on the grass in right field and came up with that ball. Scooping it in right field. As Yogi comes in, he gives a little friendly pat to Ted Williams, who had moved on down to second. That was a game-saver. Man, looked like a base hit all the way, Mel. Boy, what a play. And we go into the 10th inning. No runs, one hit. No errors, and two men left on. Bobby Richardson, who was playing back deep, had to angle back on the grass and toward the line. And couldn't afford to have booted that one. Had he got uh, the glove on and booted, as it was, he was... Uh, in coming up with it, but through his uh, adroitness and uh, speed, moved over as he poked quickly on the ball and took a base hit away from Vic Wirtz to keep this ball game still alive. And at the end of nine innings of play, it's two to two. The Yankees, two runs, five hits, no errors, and five left on. The Red Sox, two runs, nine hits, two errors, and 11 men left on base. We're ready now to move into the first of the tenth and ready to uh, participate with you in some of the drama. The Scooter. Okay, Mel, and you talk about drama and action. We've got it in this ballgame. Bobby Richardson, who made that game-saving play there, leads off in the top of the tenth. The pitch to Bobby is low outside, ball one. Richardson struck out, bounced to third, and line to first. Mike Cornelius shot on the mound. Right-hander ready. Curve is on the outside corner, strike one, one and one. Two-two in the top of the tenth inning.
pitch. It's low outside, ball two, two and one. Bobby Shannon is due to be the next batter. And then Tooney Kubek, who is on deck, will follow Shannon. Here's the 2-1 delivery. Inside, ball three, three and one. Sullivan, left-hander and a right-hander, loosening up for the Red Sox. The 3-1 pitch is low inside, ball four. Richardson leads off of the walk here on the top of the tenth. And here comes Bobby Shantz. Bobby has one for eight this year, batting 125. Some right-handed. Frank Malzone moves way in at third. Richardson leads off first. Here's the stretch. The pitch is bunted up in the air, and the catcher makes the play. In foul territory, Frank Lironi caught Shans' attempted bunt. Shans pops out to the catcher, trying to sacrifice this one away. Richardson holds it first. Here's Tony Kubek. Who walks, struck out, line to center, and then single right to keep the Yankee rally going in the eighth inning when the Yankees scored the two runs to tie the ball game. Tony has also scored one run. Pete Runnels runs in from second base to chat with Fornelli. One away. On deck is Bob Sir. First base, Richardson back. Here's the stretch. Another throw to first, Richardson back. Billy Muffet walked only two men, but one of the many walks scored. Ken Hadley, pinch hitting in the eighth inning, led off with a walk, came around to score. Richardson a big lead. The pitch to Kubek, outside, ball one. Bill Stafford started this ball game for the Yankees. Youngster in his first outing as a big leaguer. It's real good baseball. Giving up just eight hits and two runs. But he was not hit hard. Another throw to first, Richardson back. Cornelius keeping an eye on Bobby at first. Mike sets again. Another throw to first, Richardson back. Four times that Cornelius has thrown over that. Runners at first and second with one out here in the top of the tenth. 
And the batter, Bob Serve. Serve single a right to drive in a run in the eighth inning. Now the Red Sox catcher out talking with the pitcher in the mound. As Serve steps into the batter's box. Kubik at first, Richardson at second. With one out, the score tied 2-2. defeated the White Sox 3-2. Pitch to serve is hit on the ground of the shortstop. Button to Runnels for one. Back to first and he throws it in the dugout to one corner score. Boy, Kubek really took Runnels out. Runnels is on the ground. Just as Pete was going to throw that ball, Kubek slid into him and knocked him right down to the ground. And as a result, Runnels' throw went into the Red Sox dugout, allowing Richardson to score. Jack Fadden, the trainer for the Red Sox, is out there. And the Yankees take a 3-2 lead. Serve ends up at second base. It goes as a fourth play from short to second. But as Kubek slid in and broke up the double play, it was a hard, clean slide into Runnels, who got the ball late. And as he pivoted to throw the ball to first base, Kubek hit him just before he released the ball. The ball went high over Wurtz's head right into the Red Sox dugout on a the fly. They're helping Runnels to his feet. Pete was just shaken up on the play, but that's always a tough play for the second baseman as he comes across the bag and has to turn the throw with that runner coming down from first base, and Kubek can run. Tony did not intentionally try to hurt Runnels. It was a hard, clean slide in second base. He did not hit him with a spike. Runnels is up now, shaking it off. Richardson, who walks, comes in to score, and the Yankees lead. Three to two here in the top of the tenth. And Runnels is coming out, and Pumpsy Green is going in. Runnels keeps flexing his right leg as he walks off the diamond, helped by the Red Sox trainer, Jack Fadden. It looked like a perfect double play ball. It was hit hard, a little bit in the hole. Had Ruddles been able to get rid of the ball, he'd have had a double play. So, the Yankees take the lead 3-2, serve as a second. There's no RBI on that play. The Orioles tied up that ball game with three runs in the bottom of the eighth inning. It's now 7-7 at the end of eight innings. Stock pitching for Baltimore. Here's Mickey Mattles bounced to second, rounded to short, single to right, and then hit into a double play. One of the Yankee runs scored as a result of Mantle hitting with double play, and this one as a result of an error by Runnels. Corneli stretches the pitch to Mantle, is hit high in the air to straightaway center. Willie Tasby is moving back. He's got plenty of room, pounds the glove under it, and makes the catch. But the damage is done as the Yankees score in the top of the 10th inning. One run, one hit, one Red Sox error, one man left. The score at the end of nine and a half innings, the Yankees three and the Red Sox two. And that run, by the way, is unearned because of the error. Exciting ball game like this. Say, I hope you got some Ballantyne beer handy. You know, Ballantyne is a light beer with true lager flavor. And that's what makes it the crisp refresher. So right now, treat your thirst to some ice-cold Ballantine beer. 
this has been a very exciting ball game. Take a look at these other scores. Playing the ninth inning, Washington 7 and the Orioles 7. Green home it for Washington. Brant, Palasic, Hanson, Gentile, and Triandos have home it for the Orioles. It's Clevenger against Stock. Cleveland defeated Chicago 3-2. Clips signed the winner, Staley the loser. Detroit leads Kansas City 3-2 at the end of six. Cash home in the first with one on. Cubs defeated the Dodgers 1-0 as Banks hit his 34th homer in the ninth to win it. Hobby the winner. Drysdale the loser. Pittsburgh defeated the Phillies 5-3. Haddock the winner. Levine relieved in the sixth and shut out the Phillies for three innings. Buzz Hart the loser, short in the sixth. Milwaukee leads Cincinnati 5-4 at the end of six. Jay against Nuxalls. Frank Robinson home in the third with two on. The Giants lead St. Louis 6-3 at the end of four and a half. Sherman Jones for the Giants, Klein for the Cardinals. Alou Holman in the third with two on, and Morin in the second with nobody on for the Cardinals. Frank Malzone leading off. He has bounced to short three times and bounced to third once. Three two, the Yankees lead, bottom of the tenth. Bobby Shans in relief. Sends in a curve. It's over strike one call. This one's low, one and one. Now it scoops it out of the dirt. The wind, which has been blowing, has just about stopped the flag hanging straight down in center field. That could be a factor in the ball game here in the bottom of the tenth. The one-one pitch is lying the left field, a base hit. Serve is up with the ball and fires it into Kubek. Malzone rounds first and holds on, and boy, he belted a high fastball like a bullet. Hit number one off Shan. And that's the 10th hit for the Red Sox, and here's the catcher, Jim Paglioni. Single to left, bounced to third twice and struck out. Big six-foot-three catcher. Looking down at Billy Herman for a sign. Scourin is holding first against Malzone. And now Pagliaroni calls time to talk with Billy Herman, the third base coach, and how it takes his time to go out to the mound, talk with Bobby Shan. Now they've got these signs straightened out. Boyer comes over to join the huddle with Howard and Shan on the mound. Red Sox trailing 3-2 in the bottom of the 10th inning. Checks the sign from Howell. Here's the stretch. Pitch is on the outside corner for a call strike. Boyer is back at third. That's a big effort when you have a uh, great fielding pitcher like Bobby Shans on the mound. Cowher now comes over from first base to talk with Bobby can cover anywhere from the pitcher's box to the third base foul line to the first base foul line. He's like a cat out on the mound. Stretch by Bobby. The pitch, he squares around, busts it, foul down the first base line. Strike two. 
Nothing in two. The count on Paglioni. Yankees have had just six base hits, but they've made them count. They lead three to two. The Red Sox have ten hits. Malzone leads off first. The stretch. The curve is in the dirt. Ball one. Nice play by Howard as he came up with that curveball. Bobby stretches. Kurt swung and a missed strike three. First strike out for Shans as he got the curveball by the catcher. Here's Lou Clinton, who struck out three times in line the left field. Wild. On deck is Don Button. takes a long look down at Billy Herman, the third base coach. Miles on with a short lead off first base. Here's the stretch. The curve is hit high in the air to straightaway center field. Mantle going back. He's under it, though. Got the room and makes the catch in deep center. Man, it's a good thing he didn't pull that one. The furthest part of the park flies out to Mantle in deep center field for the second out. wanted to call time, but the plate umpire says no, not until Bobby Shans gets to the mound. The ball was in play. It had been relayed in from the outfield. So Howard did not get time called by plate umpire Johnny Stevens. He's out there talking with Shans. as Don Button, who is two for four steps in. He bounced the second, had two singles, and then lined the second base. Two out. The Red Sox down at their last out. They trail three to two on the bottom of the tenth. Malzone will open the inning with a single is at first. Stretch by Shans. Curve is swung and a missed strike one. On deck is Pumpsy Green, but the pitcher is due to be the next batter. Green filling in for Runnels, who was injured on the play at second base when Kubek slid into him. Stretch by Shans. Curve is popped in the air by second base. Richardson right there. And Kubek makes the play, and the ball game is over. And the Yankees really win a thriller. For the Red Sox in the bottom of the tenth, no runs, one hit, no Yankee errors, one man left. The Yankees won it in ten innings, three to two. And we sure hope you enjoy this game. And right now... Mel and I are going to help ourselves with something we know you'll enjoy. The crisp, refresher Valentine beer. The light beer with true lager flavor. That's Valentine. Hell, that was a dandy, wasn't it? Woo. Yes, Bill. It followed the pattern of the games that we've been having. And I'm delighted you got in on some of the excitement <laughs> that you have been watching at home these last few days. Yeah. It has gotten to the point where, uh, for example, the last three ball games, every pitch, Right. Uh, has meant something. You, know, you get into games sometimes where every pitch doesn't uh -huh. as such. But yeah. every pitch for the last three ball games has meant everything in the world. Well, in fact, the last four when we had that uh, uh, 
a little short second game of doubleheader Sunday. <laughs> well, let's see. We got the totals in this ball game for the New York Yankees to win it three runs on just six hits, no errors, and six men left. For the Red Sox, two runs on ten hits, two errors, and twelve men left. The winning pitcher is Bobby Shands in relief. His record four wins, three defeats. The loser is Mike Fornelli's in relief. His record seven wins, three defeats. The Yankees now lead Chicago by a game and a half. That's New York's 18th one-run win. They have lost 16. And the fourth extra inning win for the Yankees, and they've lost seven. The well, that winds up another Valentine baseball broadcast. And now this is Bob Delaney saying that's all.